Thank you, Brother Terry, for trusting me to do this. And I got a confirmation this morning from the tongues and interpretation, Brother Joe. I have a plan. <laughs> That's exactly what the name of what God gave me. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Can you believe that it's been 26 years since I first met Sharon Turner over in the little parsonage and I began my healing journey? And actually what you see here tonight standing in front of you is the transformation of God's handiwork. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's a long story, but out of 3,000 women, he chose me. And I never, ever, ever want to forget that. Is he finished with me? You know, have I, have I reached the point where that he can take a stamp and go, okay, she's finished, let's move on. Am I changed? Oh, yeah. I'm not the same little person that I was over there. I have changed. God has changed me. Do I have freedom? Yes, I do. But there was one thing in my life that hung over my head and has kept me from doing what God has wanted me to do for a very, very long time. And that's what this is going to be about. I call it, as I think about it, it's like, well, you know, it's just that last thing you had to do. And he's been patient with me and he's loved me through it all. But it's amazing what he has done in the past five months. Sister Christine gave me a song to uh, sing in, um, for one of the ladies' deals, and um, it was called Renew Me. And actually, that's where it, my transformation to where I am tonight, that's where it began. But there was one little phrase in there that said, in that song that says, Why am I just a tiny star? and a sky already blue. I pondered on that, and I pondered on that for weeks, and I prayed and I asked God to give me an understanding of what that meant. And I felt I have put this book away because I, I had just an allotted amount of time and I wasn't going to do it, but I feel very much in my spirit that I need to share this with you. Why am I just a tiny star in a sky already blue? I have pondered on these two lines for weeks, asking God to show me what they mean. And this is what I feel that he gave me as an answer. A star loses its ability to be seen when the sky turns blue. We know it's out there, but its light is not effective. You get and you see the full beauty of its brightness in a darkened sky. This is where it is most effective, and this is where it shines the brightest. And God put these questions in my mind, and I want you to answer them just like I had to answer them. I want you to think about them. 
Why are you hiding the beauty of your brightness? Why are you trying so hard not to be seen? You can only be effective in the darkness. The beauty of your life needs to shine brightly in a world that is walking in darkness. Don't hide in the blue sky. I need you to shine bright in this darkened world. Let yourself be seen. After I read that, and I, I kept listening to the song, it, it was about being renewed and letting God renew you, remake you, recreate you, and I began to ask him to do that. I, I knew, I answered all these questions. I gave him the reasons why that I thought that I wasn't allowing myself to be seen because I did not want to be seen at all. But as I began to uh, go over and over and over this song, it became so much inside of me, I can't even explain it, that I wanted to be a star shining in somebody's dark world. And little did I know that the whole time that I was praying this and asking God to do this, to put me in somebody's life, he already had the wheels in motion. In April, God placed Donna Norris in my life. And I have to admit that when I first went over to start visiting her, it really was just out of kindness to my coworker, Marcus. I felt like that was kind of the right thing to do. He, you know, she had cancer and didn't have a good prognosis. And so I thought, well, you know, the good Christian thing to do would be, you know, just to go over and say hi or, or whatever. But one day I had read uh, an article in Facebook about... Um, having um, a shoulder tap assignment from God. And this is the honest truth. I'm not lying. (laughs) One day when I was visiting her, I literally felt a tap on my shoulder. And I thought that it was Marcus because he, he loves to do jokes. So I turned around and there was nobody in that garage but her and I. And I knew right then that that was God. And I did question him. I, I will tell you, I told him, you know, it's like, well, God, she's got cancer. I mean, it doesn't look good. She's going to die. I've last three years. That's all I've dealt with is, you know, death. And, you know, I'm not too good with dealing with that. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. And this is what he said to me. You asked me to renew you. You said you wanted a new heart. You said you wanted to be a star to shine in someone's darkness, and you promised me submission. So, my journey with Donna these past five months began. And I have truly, I have truly been blessed with God putting her in my life. I I just, I will never forget her. And I truly was. I see it so much now. I truly was a star shining in her dark world. But when people started uh, coming around and saying, oh, how sweet, how kind, how, oh, you're so compassionate, uh, you're so kind and loving, 
towards her, I would cringe on the inside, and that ever-famous, but you don't know, would pop its ugly head up, and that desire to run away rose up within me, and all I wanted to do was just hide. But God had another plan. Brother Vic came, and I know without a doubt that God sent him here just for me. Yeah. 
This is the song that brought my complete. Sitting back there on that bench, I thought my heart would absolutely burst. I, I, it was, I just wanted to run to the altar then, but I waited until I had the opportunity. And God met me there at my tomb. Because that's where I've been all these years. He's done a lot, but I would always go and run and hide when somebody would tell me how nice and how sweet and how kind I was and how compassionate. That wasn't me. You don't know. So that morning, he met me at my tomb. He wept. He rolled the stone away. He called me forth. He removed the burial clothes that bound me. And when I heard him say, what sin? What sin? Micah 7, 19 says, you will have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and will hurl all our iniquities into the deep of the sea. When I left that place right there that morning, I was a new creation. I can't tell you and I can't explain it. All I know is that something right here that had always been here for all these years, it melted. It was gone, that feeling. I was free, absolutely free. And the next day, I went to go visit my friend just like every other day. And once again, I heard the words, you're so kind. Donna's so lucky to have you in her life. You're so sweet. You're so full of compassion. You're Donna's angel. And you know what? I didn't reject those words that day. I embraced them. I didn't see an ugly head pop up and say, but you don't know. Because God had already told me what sin. And that person that I have longed to be for all of these years, this kind and sweet and gentle and compassionate person, angel, you know what? 
That's who I really am. That is who I really am. And that is the story of what, I guess it would be the rest of the story, but it is like, okay, I am complete. As far as I could say, I'm not complete, complete. I'll never be complete. But as far as things that I needed to do, I had one more thing. And it took me a long time to get there. And I'm 68 years old, and I have dreams. And one of my dreams is to stand up in front of women and to give them words of hope. I don't know how much longer I have, but I know. I felt it so strongly when Brother Terry asked me that. I was driving home, and I wasn't even scared, actually. It was just like I could hardly wait for tonight to get here. I'm not afraid. I have not been afraid standing up here. This is what I want to do. And I believe that God is going to open up doors for me to do that because now I don't have anything to run or to hide from. I have accepted who I am. And I'm going to end this. And I'm going to close with this song. It's probably been 15 years since I sang it. But I still remember the first time that I sang it way back when. I had just found a new freedom and a new forgiveness. So tonight I want to sing it one more time for that same reason. I have a new freedom and a new forgiveness.